0: Welcome back, guys, to The Gambler's Prophecy. My name is Geordie. We have a very interesting show on our hands today. We are going to talk about Dynasty Tales. It's my new uh, fantasy football show. I'm going to be starting in a couple of weeks. Uh, We're going to be adding it onto the Friday slot. So we'll just drop back to one episode of The Gambler's Prophecy, one episode of Dynasty Tales. They're together. They're the same thing. But uh, Friday's Dynasty Tales is purely for fantasy football. Uh, we're going to talk a little about it today. It's uh, it's an interesting project. Uh, I want to tell you guys all about it. And we've got a fun little uh, thing we're going to go through. All right, quick language warning. Be known to swear, but let's go. All right, guys. Dynasty Tales. What is it? Why do you care about it? I'm hoping if you're a fantasy football fan out there like me, you, you kind of it's a little bit of like the ops normal. Uh, There's a lot of the same things going on. Analysts is giving their opinions. They're giving you the numbers. Uh, Those are numbers that everyone has, you know, the general consensus numbers. But when you get to like trade offers and, and working the person, like working the manager, like you need to know who that manager is. You need to know their quirks and what they like and what their favorite team is. So what I'm going to do is give everyone an absolute in-depth look at my Dynasty League. It's my favorite form of fantasy football. I love it. I give it the most attention. And I'm only in one Dynasty League. I think Dynasty deserves that much attention. You have one league. You commit to it. Uh, This is my league. Um, And I'm going to try to do a different spin on it. I'm a writer. That is my passion. It's what I love to do. And I'm a big fantasy nerd. I'll just throw it out there. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm, I'm mixing those two together and Dynasty Tales is going to be somewhat of a audio book, um, at the end, you know, a little, I guess a little skit you'll call it. Um, but we're going to talk about what's happened that week and, and we'll get into it. So let's start. Um, how can I make Dynasty football in a fantasy realm? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to invent Fantasy football. I'm going to take you back thousands of years to a different world, and we're going to come up with a way of how fantasy football was invented. Okay, now in my eyes, and on this show, this is just the prologue. I'm going to give you the whole story, character details, everything in a couple of weeks when we have our opening show. But um, for now, I'm going to show you how in this world it is judged. So every year there is a to- there's a tournament trail. I like to call it. And on this tournament, there's 17 games, and then there's three finals games. Guess what that is? That's 17 weeks of football and the three finals. And instead of having a football match, I'm going to have a tournament. And at this tournament, there will be 10 events that each uh, player, which will be obviously be a football player, will uh, play in as a competitor. Let's get into it. I've picked these 10 things. these 10, Everything that we're going to base our fantasy football off is going to be based off this let's get started so our first thing our first uh, little test that all our champions will uh, get tested in will actually be an opening ball now it's going to test character and teamwork it's going to be a little a curly one uh, a lot of the players don't know that it's an actual test it, i'm i'm doing it like draft interviews right i'm doing it like that's the equivalent you have a ball before the tournament starts uh, that's when you get to speak to the players. It's nothing about what they can do on the field. It's about character, teamwork, personality. That's test one. I don't know who's going to win that, so I've, I've left it. This is where we get to the fun shit. So the 100-yard dash. Old school, everyone lines up, 100-yard dash. Now, if all of these players, they're all knights in the olden days in the fantasy world, uh, who would win the 100-yard dash? Let's go into it. At three, I think Jonathan Taylor would have an absolute... Uh, field day he ran a good time he was clocked at the third fastest time uh, last season at 22 miles Uh, Tyreek Hill I think would also be right up there Uh, he ran at 21.91 miles an hour that's crazy and last year the holding the top two spots for quickest is Raheem Mostert Um, so he would 100% win the 100 yard dash now as far as scoring, you're like, well hang on, how does this relate to fantasy football? Well, in my eyes, it didn't start as fantasy football. it started as as this. and what I'm going to do is obviously at every event, 100 yard dash, Raheem Mostert wins the event, he gets 100 coins, all right? So what we're going to do is all our fantasy managers, they're just going to essentially, whatever the winnings of you know their player that they've chosen, they they get added onto the points. So 100 points for first, 75 for second, 50 for third, 25 for fourth, 10 for fifth, and that's how we get the scoring system. So at the beginning of each tawny season, everyone gathers and you know they pick their players or their champions, and that's who they have for, throughout the whole year. Uh, that's what we're doing. Next event is the spear throw. You know this is practicing your accuracy and velocity. Uh, it, it's that parallel to the quarterback, you know, arm strength, uh, accuracy, throwing motion, all of that. So I think the top three contenders, uh, obviously Tom Brady's going to be up there. He's, he's an older competitor. He's well into uh, well past his prime. But as far as a spear throw, maybe he'll lose a little bit of that um, power. But accuracy, velocity, Tom Brady's still going to throw one of the nicest spears I've ever seen. So uh, he's going to be up there. He's going to compete. Next, we've got Josh Allen. Um, now he's going to throw the spear very far with incredible velocity, but maybe that accuracy is, you know, a little bit down, but you know, Josh Allen's going to compete in the spear throw every year. So if I was in this format, like Josh Allen's someone that I want, uh, and next we have Pat Mahomes. Obviously he's probably going to win the spear challenge, the velocity, the power, the accuracy. I think Pat's, Pat's probably going to win the spear throw for a few years to come so you know that's probably someone you want to pick up in this world next we have the plow pull. we've all seen you know an ox plowing through the ground that that's what we're going to do that's how we're going to test our running backs that's how we're going to test that leg speed obviously we've got the dash for the speed but the plow pulls that core that power that leg drive and you have got a couple of bodies on you you want to know that you can like really pull it from your guts and and pull that plow So starting off, we also have Jonathan Taylor. He's going to be pretty good at the plow pull too. He's got that low center of gravity. He's got power and he has speed. Next, Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb, I think, would be really good at the plow pull. Again, low center of gravity. He just moves them legs. Honestly, as far as all-time plow pull champions, Marshawn Lynch is someone that I would throw in there as probably a past event winner. Um, And finally, we have... Derek Henry. Bit of an older competitor, but um, the plow pool has been his for the past couple years. He hasn't been beaten. Derek Henry uh, has control of the plow pool at the moment. So if you've got him on your team, you're winning that event. Next, we have the sword jewel. Now, this, what this is, it's competitive nature, right? It, it's blunted swords. You know, it's just, you're wearing your armor. It's just your classic jewel. It's not to the death. But, you know, you're probably going to get dinged up and, and bumped and bruised. Now, I've gone three different ways, all right, with the sword jewel. I've gone agility, I've gone power, and then I've just gone just like guile and cunning and a veteran presence. So, starting off in the sword jewel, I'm going to go Lamar Jackson. Now, he is one of the most agile people in the game, in the competition, in the event. Um, he might not have a big sword. I'm thinking maybe, maybe two daggers. He's quicker. He's jumping around. You can't hit him. Um, he'd be really tough out in a sword duel. Honestly, he'd be very hard to hit, very evasive. And he could just pop up behind you and stab you in the neck. So I think Lamar in a sword duel would actually be pretty dope. Uh, next we're going with power. I think George Kittle. We see what he can do with a block. I'm thinking... Big, you know, broad axe. Him just fucking swinging that thing. Um, you know, it's it's the complete opposite to Lamar, but I think George Kittle would still give him a... He's like the mountain man in Game of Thrones. Just a full suit of armor. Let him fucking swing that thing. And he can block like nothing else. So, he's got strength. Uh, and finally, I think winning it... I'm thinking Aaron Jones. Oh, Aaron Jones. Aaron Rodgers, his quarterback... Now, a couple things here. He's been in the league a long time. He, he's cunning. Unlike Tom, he has a bit of mobility. He can get outside the pocket. Uh, I think that's going to serve him well in a sword duel. He, Aaron Rodgers is a, he's a classic. He's just got a one sword. He ain't nothing fancy, but he's been doing it a long time. And he knows all the tricks. Um, and f- he was in Game of Thrones. So, you know, it's kind of by default. All right. Next up. I love this one. It's the arrow catch, okay? When we think wide receivers, how are we going to test their catching ability? What's what's harder to catch than a fucking arrow? Um, this is one of my favorite events. I love it. It's testing out dexterity. Um, let's go. So he's going to be a competitor at all times. DeAndre Hopkins. He's got huge hands. Huge hands. Um, yeah, he's got great reactions. He's always going to be... I'm, I'm going to say he's definitely a past arrow catch champion. He's getting a bit on. So as far as, you know, in dynasty tales, he's, he's an older knight. Sure. But he's a past champ. You can never write him out. He could easily lead the league in catches. Um, I've just realized I've left, I've left Michael Thomas off this list, which seems wrong now, but I've only just forgot that he played last year and he's an actual person in the NFL who also catches the ball. So let's just say that he's probably um, <clears throat> a smoky for the uh, arrow catch event. Next, I've got Cole Beasley, man. Um, look, I might get some heat for this, but this guy has fucking great hands. He, he doesn't do a lot out. Actually, that's a lie. Like, in the slot, man, he is catching everything, and he's, he's caught balls on his helmet. He's he's probably got the smallest hands here, which I think is an advantage in an arrow catch. Um, he's quick. He's, he's probably the quickest here. Um, I think Cole Beasley in the arrow catch would absolutely do really well, really well. And finally, the arrow catch champ. I think this guy's probably won a couple arrow catch events before. It's Devonte Adams. You know what else is there to say? I've actually got him in my dynasty in my dynasty league. Is he won me a chip last year? Um, yeah, he's gonna catch all the arrows. He's probably gonna win that. For another couple of years to come, um, but you know what? That's that's three older dudes on Dynasty side. They're still going to win me a. Um, well, they still going to win you a lot of arrow catches. But we'll move right on. Now, this one was tough for me. It's definitely an event that needs to be in here. It's wrestling. Okay. Now in Dynasty, my Dynasty League, um, we do do IDP individual defensive players. But I thought for the purpose of this, I'm, I'm probably going to stick with the offensive side of the ball, the skill positions, the fantasy guys. So I, I had Aaron Donald penciled in here and I, I just, I wanted to keep some continuity. So I'm just going to stick with the offensive players. Okay. Now wrestling. You want strength here. Uh, you, you don't want all power and strength. You want a little agility. So what what I thought I would do is kind of go those little gadget guys, the guys that have some rushing attempts, uh, they play a lot of slot, they can play outside, those type of guys. I think they kind of cover a lot of the bases, and I think low-key in in this tournament setting, these are some guys that I think consistently will finish, you know, fifth or fourth, so you're still going to get 25, 10 points every round. They might not win them all, but anyway, let's get started. So Brendan Ayuk is, is the first. Um, short, stocky. He's got the good leg drive. We can. He does rushes. He's tough. He does those cat like he catches with contact. I just like him. I like his body, uh, competitive nature. I think Ayuk uh, would be a great. He would have a good chance of winning that wrestling comp. Next, Leviscus Chenault. Same build, same body. Pretty much what I just said for Brennan Ayuk. Uh, I, I mean again for Chenault. Uh, low center of gravity, big body, tough, um, but agile, quick, speedy. Um, but finally, I'm not sure on the offensive side of the ball, many people are winning a wrestling match versus DK Metcalf. The guy is fucking ripped. Uh, he's a god. He is everything I wish I wasn't a man. And he's, he's probably going to win the wrestling. He's a little long, which I think, I don't know, maybe that, that would hurt him, but... Dude, I don't know who's going to keep, who's going to, it's going to have to get like an offensive lineman who aren't skill position players, maybe a tight end, but then ugh, they're too big. DK Metcalf, I've got winning the wrestling and it's, it's not even that, it's not that, it's not that close. All right. Next up, war games. This is for all the veterans. This is for the guys that have been in the tournament a long time, maybe haven't, uh, have lost a touch maybe, but war games is where it's all at. It uh, essentially um, they walk in. They're going to have some sort of general, and you'll be like, "All right, we're going to play a war game. Who who can beat that person in a war game?" I've got Matt Stafford down as one. He's smart, um, and he fights to the last man, which I love about Matt Stafford. He fights to the fourth quarter. Um, I'm not sure he's the best strategist of these guys, of the names I've got here. But I like him because I think he will do everything he can. If it's just him on the field in the War Games, uh, he'll fight to the last man. And I really appreciate that out of Matt Stafford. So he's going to be a finalist. Uh, then we've got Aaron Rodgers. Uh, you know, again, he's a smart dude. Um, but he's, man, he's like at the line of, like his pre snap adjustments, like very Peyton Manning. If Peyton Manning probably, if we're doing War Games, Peyton Manning would be the event record holder. If that's a thing, I'll probably do it. I'm probably gonna do up a whole oh god, a whole book of all the events and records. I'm into that shit. I'm into nerdy stuff. Um, yeah, I think Aaron Rodgers is is probably won this a couple of times, but yeah, Peyton Manning's probably the past champ that has won this event the most. Um, but second to him is probably Tom Brady, who I've got. You know, winning the war games. Until he retires, he's probably going to win the war games. It's probably going to be him and Aaron Rodgers in the finals for a bit. Yeah, dude. Tom's Tom's one of the smartest. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. The guy can win. That's all he does is win. Everything else here, the plow pool, 100-yard dash, sword jewel, arrow catch. It's all individual It's all individual things. Uh, war games is truly when you go, okay, like it's not about me. It's about utilizing the team best. No one does that better than Tom Brady. So he's winning the war games. Now let's move on to, this may even be my favorite favorite event coming up next. Now it's called the pole stand, all right? This is what I picture. Massive poles, let's just say 60 feet in the air or 30 feet in the air. you got to stand on it on one leg. There's a, a massive circle. Everyone's doing it at the same time. You stand on one leg and you have a shield, a wooden shield. So you have one leg, a wooden shield. So your balance, we're testing balance. We're testing mental fortitude. You're going to be up there for a long time. Okay. You've got the shield weighing down your arm. You've on one leg. So your balance, um, yeah, it'd be tough, man. It'd be a tough, grueling match. This one I imagine would go for hours and hours and hours. It, It might even be a whole day dedicated to the pole stand, Now, a little rule that I'm going to put in there to make things interesting is as people fall, right? As people bow out, they are allowed to then start throwing rocks at people. Not small. I'm just going to say there's, you know, a pre-made barrel of small... Maybe not. Yeah, let's just go baseball-sized rocks. Or maybe golf-ball-sized rocks. I don't know. Whatever. Both. Um, If you fall, you can then grab a rock and you can start throwing rocks at the people. And that's how we, you know, we execute these. And that's how, you know, when it's the cream of the crop at the end, you've got five, six guys throwing rocks at you. You've got your shield. So you have to not only balance, block these rocks, probably get hit by a couple of rocks. So for me, it's just a real, um, it's, it's definitely made for running backs with that good balance. They've got the shield so that, you know, tucking that ball in tight. Uh, they're getting rocks thrown at them, so that's, you know, running through tackles. It, it, it kind of gives a little bit of everything. So it's no surprise that I've got three running backs kind of making it the furthest in this. And first off is Aaron Jones. Um, look, he's probably the one guy, well, actually, he's not the one guy here, but he's got good balance. Um, he would last a long time. He's not the the biggest dude, so I don't know, the, the the rocks and the shield might weigh him down a little bit, but he'd be there a long time. But... It's really about the next two people, all right? Alvin Kamara and Nick Chubb. Those are the two that I think would do excellent at this. Alvin Kamara, he could catch the rocks with the other hand and probably throw them back. Uh, He's that good with his hands. Um, I think he would go a long, long time. But I I think Nick Chubb, this is his to lose. He's easily the thickest. Um, He has some of the best balance I've seen. Um, I think he's made for this event. He's short, he's stocky. That shield, he's the strongest of those two. He can probably hold it the longest. He can protect himself the longest. He has the best balance. um, And he's the heaviest. So I think he'll stay up there the longest. So I think Nick Chubb wins the pole stand. But that's a cool event. I love that event. And next we have the gauntlet. All right. So essentially everything that we just talked about. Th- I don't know if you guys watch Gladiator. I'm a kid of the 90s. I grew up watching Gladiator, and right at the end, they have a gauntlet, which is pretty much you start here, and then you sprint to the end, and there's going to be a lot of things trying to stop you on the way. But in this event, uh, obviously, it's going to be in the Middle Ages. There's going to be things trying to kill you on the way. Uh, so it's just your classic gauntlet, all right? Think, I don't know, let's just say it's 100 yards to match the 100-yard dash, all right? But instead, you've got uh, you've got a... Th- You've got people throwing spears at you. You've got um, arrows constantly coming at you that you've got to dodge and weave and parry. You've got the axes that like, you know, those classic big pendulum axes that swing. You've got all that going on. You've got people coming out with swords you have to like, you know, kick or whatever. Um, It's everything. It's everything at once. And then, yeah. And then it's obviously done by time, right? So if you... Get through all of that, make it out the quickest, that's your time. If you die, you don't make it. If you lose a leg, you don't make it. You, so on and so forth. Um, so let's talk about who would be the best. Putting all of this together. Strategy, speed, agility, all of it. Toughness. Who would win the gauntlet? Now, this, this, if this was done in a couple years, I think this guy right here is a perennial gauntlet champion Okay DK Metcalf He's a, a, a touch on the young side I'm not sure he has The veteran savviness To really get through the gauntlet He's a little bit I, I see it kind of like his route tree He's got a pretty simple route tree at the moment I think he would go very quickly Through the gauntlet But he would he would come undone um, But as far as dynasty value DK Metcalf is someone that I would want For a very long time Um, next up we have Lamar Jackson. I, I really, really wanted to put him as the winner. Um, but as you all know, I'm a Ravens fan. So I, I I just really try to avoid that. So I'm not uh, accused of being biased, but shit, man. Lamar is probably going to do pretty well at this hundred yard dash. He's probably going to do pretty well. Spear throw. I know as much shit as he gets for throwing the ball, Guess what? He's probably as quick, if not quicker, than most running backs uh, in the 100-yard dash. And he is definitely a better spear thrower than any of the running backs. So that's good. The plow pull, he'll probably suffer a little bit. Sword jewel, we've talked about. Arrow catch, I like his hands. Uh, Wrestling, he's a little war games, he won't do great at. The pole stand, I like his balance. But I think the gauntlet, he's going to kill it, man. He's agile. Dodging and weaving. Um, I think he would do it really well. He'd probably come out with a. I think DK would come out with a couple of deep gashes and maybe an arrow in his fucking back. Lamar, I think, would come out with a couple of nicks and bruises with a pretty good time. Um, but the next guy, the guy who I think is probably one of the best people here, it's Devontae Adams. Uh, as I said, he's got some of the he's got some of the best feet in the business. I think he's going to. He's not the quickest. But he is the smartest. He's the most cunning for this. Um, he's the perfect blend of athleticism and smarts. He's got great hands. He's not getting hit by anything, and that's why I think he would make it through the quickest um, and unscathed. Which I'm gonna say, if you get if you get hit or you got a cut or you're bleeding, you're gonna lose points. So I think Devonte Adams makes it through completely un- untouched, and I think he'll kill it. Honestly. Yeah, so that's it, guys. So that's how we're going to be structuring it. So essentially, week to week, I'm going to talk all about what I have done that week with my Dynasty team who won, and then we're going to do a little skit at the end, and we're going to pretty much put it on this. Eventually, I'm hoping, guys, this will be a visual medium, and we can get that little skit made into an animation, Something like Gamer Zones, you know what I mean? That's kind of the what I'm going for. A medieval dynasty, the invention of dynasty, the birth of dynasty. That's what I'm going for. I hope you guys like it. That's a little prologue. Um, May 7th, I believe, I'll be doing my first one, the day before my dynasty rookie draft. So we're going to do it then. All right, guys, thanks for listening Hope you enjoyed it. A uh, little confusing, I understand, but we'll crack into it, and we'll uh, it will be a lot of fun when we get started. Uh, if you want to get into contact with me, hit me up on Twitter at Geordie Mac, uh, Mac ninety. Mac um, ninety. I love talking to people on Twitter. It's all I do uh, as a writer. I'm at home a lot. I work from home, so I'm always on Twitter. So feel free to hit me up, talk to me, or if you just want to give me a hot take. Um, I'll read it out on air guys. I'm looking, looking for shit to read out on air. So just hit me with it. Even if it's bad, if it's a team I hate, I will still read it out. Uh, thanks. Thanks for listening guys. And I'll see you guys next time.